we had a collaboration with some Chinese com uh, Chinese uh, scientists. Here we have a vaccine. What is the problem? Get over it. We know that the people who are dying from this from this uh, disease. Seriously, I'm, I'm making a serious point. I don't know what half of them are protesting against. You've still got Fauci walking around free. The man should be in irons in the darkest pit. As much as he touts that he cares about it, he doesn't. This is our revolution. It's not theirs. Don't let them take it from you. Don't let them convince you that it's their revolution when in fact it's not. It's ours. And we will have it. It is Tuesday, the 21st day of December, the year of our Lord, 2021. I am Johnny Anderson alongside Bruce Adams. Bruce, how you doing today? Healthy and alive. Yeah, yourself? I'm not doing too bad. Uh, I've had a really long day, so today's today's going to be a short one. Uh, it's yeah, I, I did a lot of uh, did a lot of talking today and a lot of conversing. So uh, I, yeah, I've had a really long day. So uh, we're we're not going to be here long today. Uh, we're just going to go over uh, today's headlines and uh, and we're uh, we're gonna we're gonna jump out of here because also I think you got some technical difficulties going on at your end, and it's something that is out of our control. So anyway, other than that, uh, I'm doing good. Did you have a good weekend? I did, yeah. We actually did uh, Christmas early um, for part of the family, so uh, how that go? We did that. Did it? It went well. We did our traditional um, uh, chili that my grandmother makes. That is fantastic. It's like uh-huh. top tier, and some finger food, and you know that kind of stuff, and bingo, and you know all that fun stuff. And the the bingo is, you know, my family's competitive, so it, it you know it was a lot of fun, um, but little little gifts you win and those kind of things and then the final final game is a big blackout game that you win something of nicer quality uh-huh I, I got my christmas gift on the way over to you did it show up today it hasn't yet uh delivery no. does not happen yet yeah okay all right well it should be there this week i i would i would assume so i i'm watching it uh, on the tracker thing but i haven't checked it today so i thought maybe it had been delivered it, so it might have uh i did hear uh what sounded like a ups truck about like 10 minutes ago so it could be at the door it's priority mail first class no it's priority mail. okay so it'll be on the box all right yeah all right. Anyway, uh, let's get uh, let's get straight into it. So European countries are locking back down. Uh, we talked about that very briefly as they were uh, breaking over the uh, uh, the weekend when we were uh, discussing that on our exclusive. But um, yeah, that hasn't stopped or deterred the protests that have ensued. Usual numbers across the cities of Europe. We saw them in Hamburg, Genoa, Paris. Uh, things got a little heated in London and things got a little heated in Brussels. Uh, amazing numbers of people on the streets in Brussels. But London, London was probably, um, I want to say it was probably the most violent out of all of them. Yeah, but a few it, cops got pushed around. Yeah, well, you know, I, I, can you really blame the people? They're just, they're, they're sick of it. You know, they're, they're really just, they're, they're tired of it. We're, we're now into this Omicron thing and, and Boris has got people of his cabinet resigning. They're, they're resigning over this stuff, saying, you know what, I'm not going to be a part of this anymore, right? Now's the time when you're going to start seeing the turncoats and the backstabbing and all the rest of it. There's been a number of reports and photos that are now coming out about this big Christmas party that happened at number 10 last year when everybody was locked down. Well, I think we're kind of overlooking the important thing about this. Okay, fine. 
I understand that they broke the rules. I understand. Which tell me, tell me a single time that one of these morons hasn't broken their own rules they've put on everybody else and they flaunted it in front of everybody's face. So that's not the point. My point is I want to know who's taking and releasing these pictures. Who's doing that? That needs to be the question in everybody's mind. Is that right there? But that's okay. That's okay. We're going to lock everything down in the UK. You've now got vaccine passports. The uh, the the people in the in Westminster, the coked up degenerates in there, uh, they decided that they were just going to pass that and not even read it, probably. Javid is out saying now that they need more restrictions, but they don't want to do more restrictions, but they need more restrictions. Uh, London Mayor Sadiq Khan said the same thing. Restrictions for Omicron in the city of London are inevitable. They're inev- they're inevitable. We've we've got to have them. We've got to have them. The mayor of the city of Washington D.C. said today that they're declaring a state of emergency in the city because of Omicron. Hell, the unelected governor of New York, who took over Cuomo's place, I remember the devil you know. The devil you know is sometimes better than the devil you don't know. The unelected governor of New York is set to put forth legislation in the New York State Senate that will go up, I think it's like the 7th of January, that says that they reserve the right to hold anybody indefinitely if they are considered to be a threat to public health. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Define public health. Define public health. Is that according to the Saint Dr. Anthony Fauci? Yeah? Define public health. Of course, how's he defining health? That's a that's a damn good question. That is a that is a damn good question. How is he defining health? We had a collaboration with some Chinese com, uh, Chinese uh, scientists. Okay, well maybe they're defining public health for him. I, I don't know. You would you would assume so at this point, wouldn't you? Uh, but okay, I, I want to go over this list of things. Let's look at let, let's jump over to the UK. Uh, and I'm hoping to speak with Marty this week on Christmas, and we're hoping to uh, to do a phone interview, and, and we'll have that out over the holidays. Uh, we're only going to be here for, well, we'll be here this week. We're taking a long weekend, and we'll be back uh, a week from today. So um, yeah, we got the holiday coming up, and we're going to be we're going to be releasing some things over Christmas Day. But uh, I want to go over some uh, some COVID stuff, uh, COVID restrictions they're going to introduce starting December 27th in the UK, December 27th, because right now, I mean, you don't want to do it before Christmas. Let's just wait and do it right after. Right. So the UK under plan, what are they under? C, D, E, F. I I, I don't know. Something like that. But anyway, they're, they're under step two of plan B, I think is what it is. So step number one of step two plan B, meeting of others. You must not social. This is starting December 27th. Again, you must not socialize indoors except with your household or support bubble. You can meet outdoors, including in gardens, in groups of six people or two households. When did the UK agree to uh, be governed or told that you can't have guests at your house? Uh, That 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 is um, any any country. Um, You you you're free to have the emergency. when the emergency orders were signed, that's when it was. It was the it was the state of emergency that was signed. It gave the government's unwielding powers under the states of emergency, and they just never let it go. Which here in the U.S., that's not like technically here in the U.S., that's not supposed to be a thing, though the American no. people allowed it to happen. Anyway, it's not supposed so. to be a thing here. They just did it. They just don't care anymore. As soon as they did it, they're like, oh, OK, we need uh, we, we need 14 days. All right. 
Oh, now we need 21 days. You know what? We're just going to need a few more weeks just to make sure. And then it never stopped. Number two, overnight stays. Domestic overnight stays are allowed, but you must only stay with members of your household or support bubble. So see, you can have sleepovers, but you can only have sleepovers with members of your household. So you can't have sleepovers with anybody else. But if they're your household, that means they're already staying in the same house. So Well, they do say your support bubble. So, I mean, maybe... Maybe, you, you know, if you have a friend or something that can come over. I mean, I, I'm sorry. I'm not going to let the government tell me that somebody can come stay at my house. Drop dead. If I want to throw a party here at the house. I'm going to throw a party here at the house with or without the government's approval. I don't you care. You might kill somebody. It, this is, you might kill somebody. It, it's, it's, you might kill somebody in a non-pandemic year for having them over at a party. That's the risk we, we all, you, you go out and drive a vehicle, you're risking your life every time. That's uh, true. You go out in public, you risk your life every time. That is true. And, and by the way, you're you're risking your life even more if you're in the U.S. because of the open border. Uh, the chances of something happening are increasing every day. Number three, education. Early year settings. Uh, early year settings, schools and colleges are open for all students. Students on practical university courses can return. Students and staff will be regularly tested. Other higher education students should continue learning remotely. So see, back to the virtual learning. So what they're saying is, is please sue us for discrimination. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, that sounds about right. Number four, work and businesses. You should work from home if you can. You know, I, I don't think they have any intentions whatsoever on ever returning people back to their offices. See, the infrastructure that's been put in place has never actually been tested before. I'm talking about the internet. It's never actually been tested before on a wide scale. Yeah, you've had people doing remote work and people can work from home if they have to. Okay, fine. You know, somebody's off. They can remote into like a meeting or something. It's, a, it, it's never really been that big of a deal, but it's never truly been tested on a worldwide scale for everything. Well, now it has. And now that it's been successful at that test, well, they're just going to move forward with it. Even the World Economic Forum in one of their ridiculous videos that they put out, they said, oh, yeah, you'll still have offices, but those will be cloud meeting spaces. You, you won't actually be going to them on a regular basis. It'll just be something that you can go oh. to for a couple of hours like and collaborate with. A, huh? Like Metaverse. Well, yeah, but like the physical office space will just be a place where you can meet with an out-of-town client or something for about an hour or so. That, that'll be the new place. It'll be a pop-up office, they call it. Uh, tinfoil hat for your uh, moment here. I don't have um, mine yet, but okay, fine. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't made mine yet either. We're, we're going to make some nice ones um, here, yeah. So tinfoil hat moment. Um, do you remember what Klaus Schwab was saying about the cyber pandemic? Now I do. How I have would that. you? Okay. If, yeah, let's if hear. You want to play it? All right. Uh, give me just a sec. Yeah. Remind the listener of what he said. Here it is. But still, pay insufficient attention to the frightening scenario of a comprehensive cyber attack, which would bring to a complete halt to the power supply, transportation, hospital services, our society as a whole. The COVID-19 crisis would be seen in this respect as a small disturbance in comparison to a major cyber attack. To use the COVID-19 crisis as a timely opportunity to reflect on the lessons the cybersecurity 
community can draw and improve our preparedness for a potential cyber pandemic. Okay, so with that in mind, now you have more people working from home, more people are using the internet. What happens if, I don't know, a country's internet infrastructure collapses? Or an EMP. Uh, yeah, or an EMP. I mean, even even if it's just even if it's just a temporary. Um, see, here's the thing: if you were there at work physically, right, and let's say um, software you use uh, was hit with ransomware, many businesses, especially the mom and pop shops, can still run uh, without their software. They they you know you can do everything manually. Uh, but now everybody's working from home, or as many people as they can get work from home are working from home. And if that infrastructure goes down, you have no other option. There is like business comes to a halt, makes it even more painful. It does. Uh, and I think at this point, they're just looking to to put the final nails in whatever businesses are left. Uh, I mean, that, that seems to be that seems to be all they can do at this point. And that's that's what their play is at this moment. They're just trying to bankrupt as many businesses as possible. Uh, retail and personal care, all retail uh, all retail stays open. Hairdressers, beauty, and nail salons stay open. So they're staying open, but they don't say this in there, but this is my own personal addition to this. Yes, they're staying open only to people that have vaccine passports. Those places are staying open. Of course, they're staying open, but they're limiting the number of people that can frequent those establishments. Bars, pubs, and restaurants open outdoors for groups of six people or two households. Those that serve alcohol must provide table service and you are to remain closed indoors. You're laughing. Why are you laughing? Bruce, they're trying to, they're, they're thinking about public health here. They're trying to save lives. What month is it? Uh, it's December. Yeah. And what hemisphere is this in? Yes, we're in the northern hemisphere and it is a little chilly outside for sure. I was outside yeah. most of yeah. my day today and yeah, you can hear me congested as a result of it. Cold, dry air doesn't play well with my uh my sinuses that's the uk though here you can't even sit outside even if you could sit outside you can't even sit outside you need a vaccine passport to sit outside it's ridiculous it's absolutely ridiculous yeah stupid it, yeah it, it's just it, it's just it's meant to close businesses down it's all it's meant to do that's all that's all it's, meant to do. Yeah. it's just meant to keep you and out and of people, those places people aren't going to go and sit outside in the middle of winter no uh no no uh, I did take a drive uh, through town where a lot of the restaurants and, and places are uh, over the weekend that would normally host people because they've pulled the test here. So now you can only be vaccinated if you can go into these places. I could count on one hand the number of people in those places. That's what it's all about right there. Now, on a Wednesday evening at 830 in the middle of in the middle of Europe, in the middle of continental Europe, restaurants should be jam packed, jam packed. No, no, they're not. And that's what it's all about right there. And it's holiday season. Yeah. You would think it would be a little bit more bustling now. Yep. You got out-of-towners, people taking the whole family out to eat. Absolutely. Number seven, accommodation. Campsites and self-contained holiday accommodation open for visits with your household or support bubble only. Hotels, hostels, and Airbnbs are to remain closed. So the hotel and hospitality industry, just like Sir Desmond Swain was talking about, that's going to take a hit now. So whatever's left that they were just trying to recover from, uh, they're now all going to get closed down again. Uh, number eight, leisure and sporting facilities. So these would be like your gym and places like that. Gyms, indoor sports facilities, spas, open for use on your own or with your own household or support bubble. Saunas and steam rooms are to remain closed. Uh, yeah, because those are actually good this time of year. Uh, th those yeah, are good for you this time of year. They would also help with COVID. 
like they any type they, of respiratory they help with your overall health. Yeah. Any time yeah. with any type, any type of overall respiratory uh, stuff. They uh, they closed all the spas and the saunas and everything last year. I remember that because I'm like, wait a minute, it's it's the middle of winter. Those places are jammed in the winter because you're the in in my old gym. I don't go there anymore because I'm not allowed because you need a vaccine passport. And that's what they're not telling you here too, is you need vaccine passports to get into these places. You would have the circle. You would go into a sauna and then outside in the cold air, and you would see a hundred people doing a circle. Going in and out, in and out, in and out. It's very healthy for you. Number nine, entertainment. Outdoor setting, again, this is winter. Outdoor setting and attractions such as zoos and theme parks are open for visits of two households or in a group of up to six people. Drive-in events open for visits with your household or support bubble. Indoor entertainment is now closed, so they're going to shut down all cinemas. Those are going to close now. Number 10, public buildings. Libraries and community centers will remain open. Uh, residential care. People who live in a care home in England will be allowed two named regular indoor visit uh, indoor visitors. Also, you can go visit now, but you're only allowed to have two people in there. Yeah, just two people. Well, I mean, as far as government overreach, at least they're considering the, the, the mental health of those individuals and allowing at least their kids to show up. I mean, you know, there, there's that. Last time it was a little bit more barbaric and nobody was allowed. Uh, shielding clinically extreme, uh, clinically extreme vulnerable people in England are no longer allowed to or are no longer advised to shield, but should continue taking extra precautions such as minimizing social interactions and shopping at quieter times of the day. Domestic travel, you should minimize travel as much as possible. Avoid the busiest times uh, and routes. How are you supposed to do that if you're working a nine to five that you can actually what, what is what is wrong with these people? Uh, plan your journey. And what you need at your destination ahead of time. Yeah, because, you know, you're, you're just going to plan for that. Yeah, you, you just plan for that. Overseas travel, you must not go on holiday abroad. Now, see, you must not. You, you can't do it. Uh, get vaccinated. You can travel. Oh, no, 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 no. Now, now you can't do that. Yeah, now you can't do that. You could be fined 5,000 pounds for traveling abroad without a legally permitted reason. Uh, I'm telling you, I, I woke up in some kind of weird dystopian world this morning. You know, we, we were saying last year, actually, it's been over a year ago, that what part of they don't want you going anywhere do you not understand? They don't want you going anywhere at all. There, there is no free movement of people any longer under this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everybody into the European Union. Yeah, let's all pig pile into that organization. Everybody gets free movement of people. How's that working out for you? We've talked about it with uh, Schwab's intention, you know, the you'll own nothing and be happy about it. You're only allowed to travel five kilometers from your, your dwelling. Uh -huh. So, uh -huh. well, you're not going to have a car. So it's not going to matter. Places of worship. Uh, Bruce, you like this one. Places of worship open and communal worship is permitted, but you must not mix indoors with anyone outside of your household or support bubble. Um, listen here, dumbass. A place of worship is a support bubble. The entire place is a support bubble. Now, I know that that's very difficult for someone that's a nihilist to understand because that's who you're trying to reason with here. I'd also like to say that the whole point of this the whole point of shutting your church down was to take away two things. One, take away your belief in a higher power other than yourself. Take away your faith. Also to get rid of your spiritual anchor. Number two was to make sure that you weren't socializing and conspiring with people of the same mindset. So you wouldn't gather up a group of people and march down there to the local government office and demand that those sons of bitches resign. Or potentially to uh, cause more 
mental health issues because uh-huh. you're, you know, detaching from your support groups uh, and aren't allowed to interact with any other human beings unless they're in your household. Because um, as you said, that is your support circle. Support it group. is. I, I, I'll, I'll throw in and say um, those that are, uh, you know, the governed, you know, the, the, those of you that are uh, in these countries that are doing, if, if your country is doing something like this and your pastor or minister isn't standing up and opening up services anyway and encouraging people to come in anyway, um, maybe you should sit down and talk with them and see if they'll do it. And if they won't, maybe you should find a different church. It's a great thought. Uh, and then funerals. Uh, yeah, you can only have 13 or excuse me, you can only have 30 people at a funeral. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm going to have as many people as I want at a funeral. It's just the way it is. Okay. Um, we had a look at the selection of British papers today that hit the stands first thing this morning. The Guardian, the Times of London, Daily Express, London Independent, Daily Star, Daily Mirror, Daily Mail, the Sun Papers. That's a pretty good run of just about all the major papers out of the UK, right? All, all sides of the spectrum there. They all had the same cover on them. Every last one of them. You saw them. Every last one of them. Same cover. Yep. They all say, get boosted now with the same logo. They just changed the colors slightly. One was purple, one was red, and one was blue. And they just changed all the colors around. That's all they did. Do you yeah, really have any like opposition they, media? No. They, they just took and like mirrored the image. Or, or excuse me, the, the colors. Inverted them. Uh, that's basically all they did. Or just shifted the hue a bit. If I'm standing there and I'm looking at all these papers, like just the, these papers, right? The, the, one, the ones here I showed you. If I'm standing there and I'm looking at all these papers and they all say the same thing, Am I really going to buy one of those papers? We've got this photo up on um, our Telegram page for anybody that wants to see it, see what we're talking about. If if I see that, I'm going to I honestly I'm I'm gonna seriously question every single thing from then on. I mean, you would think that would be if you weren't if you weren't awake at this point and realizing something's up, wouldn't this be kind of like a moment of like, wait a minute, why are all the newspapers that all disagree with one another? agreeing with one another and saying the exact same thing with the exact same logo with the exact same image. <laughs> well, it's it, because we're all in this together, Bruce. We're, we're all in this together. Don't don't you want to come together? Put put politics aside and, and mm, come together and everybody point. get boosted. Yeah. Sh- shouldn't we just shouldn't we do that? that that's a good point. If, if, if you're if you're still on, if you're still asleep at this point, you're believing we're all in this together and you would see that and say, oh, look, we're all in this together. Yeah. 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 It, it wouldn't. It wouldn't cause any kind of catalyst. No. And hearing the usual, I, you know what, I, I almost don't even want to play it. Hearing the usual out of Donald Trump, I'm not liking what I'm hearing. I'm not liking what I'm hearing at all. Uh, I've got to play it. Uh, I'm not going to be putting this up on, uh, uh, on the page because I'm just, I'm disgusted by it. But he says, basically. Well, maybe we should to hear what maybe people we should. say about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'll stick it up there now. Or at least I'll, I'll forward it from the uh, from yeah. Disclose. They, they got some good stuff. They, they do some great headlines over there. Um, but basically, Trump is saying, when you doubt the COVID-19 vaccines, you're playing right into their hands. Excuse me? Excuse me? Listen to this. But look, we did something that was historic. We saved tens of millions of lives worldwide. We, together, all of us, not me, we, we got a vaccine done, three vaccines done, and tremendous therapeutics like Regeneron and other things that have saved a lot of lives. 
We got a vaccine done in less than nine months that was supposed to take from five to 12 years. Because of that vaccine, because of that vaccine, millions and millions of people, I think this would have been the Spanish flu of 1917, where up to 100 million people died. This was going to ravage the country far beyond what it is right now. Take credit for it. Take credit for it. It's a great, what we've done is historic. Don't let them take it away. Don't take it away from ourselves. You're playing that, you're playing right into their hands when you sort of like, oh, the vaccine. If you don't want to take it, you shouldn't be forced to take it. No mandates, but take credit because we saved tens of millions of lives. Take credit. Don't let them take that away from you. Okay, so the president made news. Do you agree with that? Right? Both the president and I are vaxxed, and uh, did you get the booster? Yes. I got it, too. Okay, so... Um, oh, don't, 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 no, no. That's all. It's a very tiny group of it. All right, he's sitting up there on the stage with, uh, with Bill O'Reilly. Um, you know, I don't know what research this man's looking at, or if he's even looking at any research. I, I don't know. I don't know where his head's at. I don't know what game he's playing. I, I don't know what he's doing. And quite frankly, I don't care. But you can't... Even if you're even if you're a Donald Trump, you can't deny those numbers of adverse reactions, even if they are one percent. You can't deny those numbers. You you can't deny the airline pilot deaths over the last three years. From 2019, you go from one death, we're up over a hundred in a year. The European footballers were up to over a hundred now. High school sports stars, kids are now being told parents are now being told that when their kids in New York, in New York, when when their kids have a cardiac event, don't worry, the schools have defibrillators, we'll bring them back because heart attacks in kids are now just normal. And and he he takes that that stance right there. I didn't hear too many cheers until he was egging the crowd on to cheer. Did you? Yeah. Um so to be fair, I don't know what at one point I know I I've heard an interview of of O'Reilly and he was saying that uh people were acting like this was a rally. And he was doing like an interview and asking like deep, tough questions that Trump had never been asked or answered. Um, so he had gotten onto the crowd and told them to like, shut up, basically. So I don't know at what point he did that. So to be to be fair, uh, if the crowd wasn't responding at that point, it might have been it could, because they were, um, you know, uh, told to, to, to not do that. Um, but I honestly, I, I, I hope it's because they're tired of this COVID nonsense and this, this vaccine push. And the, the thing that he was talking about there, the, the, the many therapeutics and whatnot that we've come up with, we came up with one therapeutic that's actually been really effective and not had any side effects or any major side effects. And that was Regeneron. That was the only one. Regeneron is the, uh, the antibodies one, the monoclonal yeah. antibodies. Yeah. Um, which is, by the way, the being restricted across the country. It's being uh, rationed, um, mainly in, in some states. You're not allowed to get it if you're white. I wouldn't be surprised if it's if you're barred from having it if you're unvaccinated. That wouldn't surprise me. I, I, I don't I don't know where to go w with that one, because this dude is a business guy. He should be looking at the numbers. Uh, that, that, that's kind of what he's his image is. Right. He, he looks at that stuff. No, I, I'm no, I'm done with him. As am I. As am I. I, I just uh, and that, that then there at the end, uh, you get the booster. Yep. Oh yeah, me too. What what is this? 
honestly, to be fair to both of them, I would actually, we were saying, um, you know, initially that the vaccine was more intended for those that were like 65 and older. Both of them are over 65. I mean, they're in the age group that we say, yeah, okay, fine. Yeah, you but, should, you should maybe get jabbed. Okay, fine. But, but pushing Trump everybody had, else. Yeah, but Trump had COVID. Why did he take a jab in the first place? I, I agree. And it's just some of the other stuff they were pushing, Trump saying, oh, it saved millions of lives. And no. this probably would have been a it probably would have been like the Spanish flu. OK, problem with the Spanish flu is um, it's believed that that was the first real uh, deadly coronavirus that we came up against. OK, if that, that is came, true, that came from China, just just saying. Right. If that's true, that means we would not have had immunity as a species to that. We hadn't been exposed to it, so we wouldn't have had that. We've gone over 100 years of having that now. Everybody has been exposed to it at some point in their ancestry. That information is passed along generation to generation. There's a few ways it's transmitted, um, but it, it's theorized that um, some of the people that are immune to COVID have T-cell immunity. That's why. It's because they were there somewhere in their genealogy, they were exposed to a coronavirus or whatever in their butt. That's how their bodies reacted. And it's a genetic thing now. So in other words, what I'm trying to say is uh, coronavirus was never going to be the Spanish flu. Not the least bit. All right. Um, Bruce, I got some bad news for you. I, I, it's, it's very it's very sad news. It's it's sad news. I I know that you were looking forward to this, and quite frankly, so was I. And and I I really do mean that. I was looking forward to it because when we get these talking points from these people, we usually spend a good amount of time ripping into them for the rest of the year for it. Klaus Schwab and company, they've been forced to cancel their meeting at Davos, Switzerland. Now I know, I know, I know. They said two weeks ago that they were going to cancel it because of death threats, but this one that they've already canceled it, but they're they're going to have to cancel it again because of the Omicron variant. They have to cancel because because of that. They're they're trying to ensure the uh, the safety and the health of all of their old wretched decrepit members that are all over the age of 65. Well, most of them are over the age of 65. And, and so probably I mean, all been triple jabbed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with saline. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. It works wonders against COVID, uh, apparently. The gathering where the world's globalists meet at the luxury ski resort will now take place in the early summer when they let off the restrictions again, just for about 60 days. I'm, I'm sorry, the Green New Deal or yeah, the, the Green New Deal, Build Back Better, wh whatever it is, that, which is that's what they renamed it to. We were the only going to be locked down for the yeah, next we were only going to be open oh. for 60, 60 days a year. That's yeah, that's what it was. So it's it's almost like they're they're beta testing it now. It's it's almost like they're they're doing that. <laughs> yeah, it it it's almost like um you know Biden is not going to get his Build Back Better bill pushed through Congress. Uh -huh. So now he's going to just institute it using the EPA as an example. Yeah. Yeah, um, it. it's kind of the same concept. They couldn't get done what they wanted done. So now they're going to force it through by another means. Obamacare, same thing. They couldn't get it done the way they wanted to get it done. So they just rammed it through. The World Economic Forum has issued a statement. They say that the current pandemic conditions make it extremely difficult to deliver a global in-person meeting. 
Preparations have been guided by expert advice and have benefited from the close collaboration of the Swiss government at all levels. Klaus Schwab has also weighed in on it. Of course, it's his group. You know, it's an open forum, he says, so anybody can attend as long as you agree with them and you pay their dues, which no one actually knows what that amount is. I'd be curious to know what that is. Klaus Schwab has outlined plans to host a digital convening of leaders from businesses, government, and civil society. The forum set a headline series of state-of-the-world sessions would bring them together online to address challenges facing the globe. French President Emmanuel Macron declared that the world e- declared at the World Economic Forum Virtual Summit at the beginning of this year that modern capitalism can no longer work and an alternative must be found. The French leader said that while capitalism had driven down poverty globally, he claimed it came with the cost of furthering inequality. Macron is quoted by saying the following, We will get out of this pandemic only with an economy that thinks more about fighting inequalities. The capitalist model together with this open economy can no longer work in this environment. Sir, I understand that you are a very young leader in the world. I I get it, right? I I get it. I'm very sympathetic to that. And you know something? The man is highly educated. No doubt about that. He speaks very good English. He's he's well-traveled. He's well-spoken. He's very well-tailored to be a, a, a global leader. No doubt about that from a rhetoric standpoint, nothing more. Where's he been? I'm just curious. Where's he been? The French people are very angry. They're very upset at the policies that his government's handing down. Where's he been to address any of that? I haven't seen him for months. Have you? I haven't. Instead, they've got the the prime minister out there making statements for him. Where is Emmanuel Macron? Why, Why hasn't he been speaking? Furthermore, capitalism has brought over a billion people in the West out of poverty in the last hundred years alone. And now you're saying, oh, no, it doesn't work. Uh, It doesn't work. We've got inequality. Sir, have you looked at the world that you've helped to create over the last 24 months? Which society, in your opinion, in your skewed, sick opinion, has more inequality? The world we're living in now that you've helped to create or the world we had previously? I would also throw in it's not just the West, as an example. India has brought millions of people out of poverty. Um, And China. You look at... uh, China uh, is where I was going to go next. China has brought, they've changed their policies a little bit over the 30 Japan. years. And yeah, Japan, um, you, we, we talked about Russia back in the day when they were Soviet Russia. They had to do yep. the uh, new economic policy. Uh-huh. Which was yeah, temporary that, capitalism. That, that was temporary capitalism. Um, it seems like capitalism has been used time and time again to pull people out of poverty. And yet, it creates inequality. Yeah, it does. Actually, it does create inequality. It creates two groups. It creates the group that's willing to go out and work and make money and the group that's unwilling to go out and work and become impoverished. That's what it creates. And I mean, uh, is that fair? Um, yeah, I would say that's pretty fair. Yeah, it's it's the same standard. Is it equitable? Well, no, because, for example, you, you have uh, Elon Musk come up with Tesla or um, uh, come up with uh, SpaceX and make billions of dollars. Well, Billy Joe Bob didn't come up with SpaceX or Tesla, so it's not fair to him. It's not equitable to him because he didn't come up with the idea and didn't make billions on it. The argument of equitable is Marxist. There is no equal outcome. You can start at the same uh, level, start at the same playing field, you know, at the beginning, but then all the plays that are after that, all the moves you make, that's on you. And that that determines 
where you end up. Well, nonetheless, it's unfortunate we're not going to be able to see the uh, the, the gathering of the, the global elite in person, you know, with all the media hort, excuse me, all the media cameras and the paparazzi and everything down. It's, it's a shame we're not going to be able to see all that in person. Now we're just going to have to I, watch I them agree. online. Yeah. I, yeah, I agree. It, it, I, I was hoping for more. You know um, what? I think honestly, sound clips, th- you know, yeah, sound bites. I, I, well, I think we're going to get it. We're going to get it digitally, though. So it'll it'll be virtual like it was last year. So we'll, we'll st- we're still going to get it, but it's not going to be uh, in person. But you know what? I have to think that let, let's be honest, this is not about some Omicron, whatever the hell they've cooked up, whatever with this nonsense. All right. I'll tell you what that is. They don't want the online world that they don't control mainly the alt platforms. They don't want those groups of people seeing legions of the Swiss people standing out in front of their door. That's what they don't want. So I'm tempted to believe that the reason that they don't want to have their meeting in person is because, well, they're probably not going to be able to get their their Bentleys and their Rolls Royces and uh, and their their Lear jets and, and everything else in there because you're going to have so many pissed off Swiss people down there standing out in front of their luxury ski resort that you're not going to be able to get in and they're going to look really stupid. Well, let, let's be honest, they already look really stupid. If you look at their online presence already, just the World Economic Forum, look at their YouTube channel. It's got so many dislikes. Of course, they're going to remove that now because you don't want to offend somebody. It's got oh, so it's, many it's dislikes. Is it removed already? They re- it's removed from the platform. Yeah. Okay. You, All right. You they can, took it down. You can right. still dislike, but you can't see the number. You can't see. Oh, yeah. You can't see it. All right. Yeah. So they removed it for the protection of the creator, right? For their mental state. Right. However, the right. only one that can see the numbers on the dislike button is the creator. Right. It's for their mental health, though. It's to make them feel not so bad. So that's that's why they're only allowed to see it now. So you, you can't see it. But anyway, right. my point is, is that right. if you looked at all the dislikes before they removed it, the dislikes were, were 10 to 1, if not more. The same thing with Twitter. Look at all the negative comments of the World Economic Forum's actual Twitter page. They far outweigh the, the, the positive ones. You might you have to search to find one positive thing that anybody has to say about these jokers. All right. Uh, last point here. Uh, Bruce, do you think that we should get rid of uh, masks on uh, trains, airplanes, and public transportation? No, I, I think we should go full Tyvek suits, uh, positive pressure suits, you know, uh-huh. uh, innovate towards, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. The uh, the sainted Dr. Anthony Fauci, we had to end on this guy. The sainted Dr. Anthony Fauci was on, uh, what the hell was he on? Uh, ABC's This Week. And this is what he had to say about... Uh, who was he on with? He was on with uh, Jonathan Carl. And this is what he had to say about getting rid of masks on airplanes and public transport. They were suggesting that there really isn't much of a need for a mask on an airplane. Are we going to get to the point where we won't have to wear masks on airplanes? I don't think so. I think when you're dealing with a closed space, even though the filtration is good, that you want to go that extra step. Yeah, see, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. When you get to a to a closed space like that, you, you just you want to you want to go that extra step. That's that's what you want to do. So you don't think that that we need to get rid of airplane or masks on airplanes? Well, yeah, get rid of airplanes is what they want to do. But uh, you, you don't you don't think that uh, we need to get rid of masks? Well, they, they want to get rid of airplanes, but not the hypersonic ones for them uh, for themselves. I, I actually I, I kind of take the uh, the stance that GP talked about. So. Before all of this went down, he would occasionally wear one on the flights just because no, we were around time. other people. Every time. Uh, yeah. Actually, I'm, I'm kind of like, I take his stance in this. 
the minute the government said you're mandated to wear this, I'm sorry, I'm flipping in the bird and not wearing one at that point. Mm -hmm. But if I have the choice, I might choose to wear one myself. Did you see the uh, the headline of Maxine Waters? She flew from Virginia to LA, maskless. She was the only one on the plane. Rules for thee, but not for me. Why didn't she get thrown off the plane? Oh, that would have been something fun to see. Why, why didn't she get thrown off the plane? And other people, other people, I mean, how many videos have you seen now of somebody that's not wearing a mask or wearing one improperly uh, gets tossed off a plane? Oh, I if I was one of those flight attendants on there, I would have been like, uh, ma'am, you need to put your mask on. And if she refused to do it, I'd give her the same treatment as any other. You know what? You know what? I would make a very horrible flight attendant right now. Two reasons. One, I wouldn't get jabbed. Okay, that's the first thing. Second thing, if somebody comes up to me and says, uh, excuse me, it, it, rather, uh, rather I'm a flight attendant or, or a cop or, or whatever, right? If somebody comes up to me and says, um, that person over there is not wearing a mask, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to look at you and I'm going to say, so? That's what I'm going to do. That's the, that's the normal... I, I, screw this new normal crap. That's the normal response to that. As a as the officer, you would go to the person that was unmasked and say, I'm sorry, is this person harassing you? Do I need to remove them from the premises? <laughs> I would. I would. That's that's what it would be. That's what it used to be. Would be, is this person bothering you? Is this person not, not leaving you alone? Because we're going to toss them out. So j- just checking to see if you're okay. I believe it depends on your state, but one of the states I've lived in, uh, the phrase to use was uh, disrupting the peace. Um, Disorderly conduct. And the, the, yeah, that, that, that's uh, legal speak, if you will. So uh, when you're describing it to a law enforcement officer and you say they're disrupting the peace. That's what it is. All right. You got anything else? Uh, let's see. There was something that I seen. Um, oh, yeah. Since we talked about Fauci here, I thought this was uh, this was fun. There was some emails uh, between uh, Dr. Collins and Fauci. Uh-huh. Um, is he singing? That shows. Uh, yeah. Uh, he, he's, got the, uh, he, he's got a new one out. He's got a new one out. You saw a new one? Yeah, did you see yeah, it? I seen the one. I seen the one where he was in the suit on a, like news or whatever as he was leaving over the. Oh, what was it the? What was it the over the rainbow or or something? I don't. I don't. I, I think that's what, what it was. The, was. The, it was the first one was like a, a take on like Puff the Magic Dragon, but it was about COVID with like yeah. his, his weird wife or something swimming around there or something. It was just it was yeah. weird. Uh, so Fauci and Collins exchanged emails and text messages and whatnot, contradicting their own push for lockdowns, saying basically uh, they don't work and don't do anything. And yet they pushed them anyway. And they were also suppressing the alternative options for uh, COVID-19, like pharmaceuticals or, um, you know, I don't know, vitamins, exercise, lose weight, you know, those kind of things. And they were also um, um, hiding or or refuting the idea of herd immunity, which we knew this all before. However, there is now physical documentation that uh, upon FOIA request has shown that this was true. They were actually doing this behind the scenes intentionally. This wasn't them like following the science. It's, what are they covering kinda, up? It kind of lines up with what I saw out of the UK today. There were some leaked, I want to say it was like WhatsApp messages or something between some of the sage advisors, you know, those scientists and whatever that, you know, those handpicked, bought off people that they got in there. They were quietly texting amongst themselves that, well, no, we just we just do whatever we need to do. And we, we put out whatever data we need in order to fit the agenda. So it sounds sounds pretty similar to, to what you're describing there. Yeah, some of the emails like uh, there was a 
Uh, Collins and Fauci email each other about the Washington Poe hit, with Fauci quipping that the White House was too busy with other things to worry about this, perhaps an election reference, and therefore would not push back on the anti-GBD campaign. So, yeah, th- th- this is all... It's, it's cartoon level. It's literally that. I mean, we're, we're literally watching an, an out-of-control circus. That's all this is. Some alt-right media pundits are saying today that uh, Omicron is the lockdowner's last stand. What do you think of that? Depends on how people react to Omicron and, and these lockdowns. If, if there, enough people are woke up and they're out there protesting, if businesses go on as normal, even in the blue states, then yeah, this was, this was their last. But if they still have the blue states that jump on board, um, not, the narrative will shift and it'll, they'll continue the lockdowns and they'll continue that. But then they'll say it's these red states. It's these unvaccinated, which oh, they're, they're already doing saying, unvaccinated. Already doing but that, yeah, yeah but it'll be, is, that'll be yeah, the main push. Yeah, check, check this out. This is, this is supposedly from Luxembourg. Luxembourg is the country that's, uh, that's just kind of wedged in between Germany and France. Check this out. This is a, you know how you like over here in Europe, you still have these things, but in the U.S., you don't have them. These are places where the people put out their uh, when they get done smoking, they put their cigarettes out in these uh, in these little things on the sidewalks and things like that. So you don't just throw them on the street. Check this out. Now, you're, you're telling me that there's not a split here. Are you vaccinated? And then there's one side that says vaccinated. The other side says not vaccinated. If you're unvaccinated, you have to put your your smoked cigarette in one side. If you're vaccinated, you put it in an opposite side. Actually, that would be as far if you're a polling agency and people like you would Actually, get a feel a, of people that smoke. You know what? You get a, a good, you know. A, yeah, yeah, that's that's a good indication right there. Look at that. Which one smokes more by a lot? It's actually the vaccinated. Whether or not they smoke more or there's just more of them that smoke, uh, you know, obviously you'd have to DNA test all of them to make sure. But um, that's the other thing that like you're, you're leave, you leave your DNA on those things. Why would you? Yeah, I, I, I still yeah. wouldn't want to. Uh, yeah, we don't have those kind of things, but we have similar as far as like, you know, where you put your cigarettes. This is breaking just now, uh, and we're going to go ahead and jump out of here. London Mayor Sadiq Khan, you know how I said earlier that uh, he says, "Oh no, we're going to have to, we're going to have to take more measures to to stop this Omicron variant." London Mayor Sadiq Khan has just canceled the New Year's Eve celebration, the annual New Year's Eve celebration event in Trafalgar Square because of the Omicron variant. All right, that's going to do it for today. We're going to go ahead and jump out of here a little bit early. So uh, I want to thank you for being here today, Bruce. Thank you to all of the listeners. Everyone, have a great evening.